This is Virality. What is up, everyone? So, it's been a minute since I've done a podcast, but today I'm here with Esteban. I just met you, what, about a week ago? Pretty much, yeah, I'd say about so. About a week ago. So, anyways, he is a content creator, if you do not know that. He makes TikToks mainly, right? Mm-hmm. And now, how long have you been in, like, the TikTok game? I, my first ever TikTok that I posted was March 26th of this year. So, about... Seven months so far, yeah. Seven months, and you mm-hmm. had how many followers? 1.4, almost 1.5. There you go. That's impressive. That's I know. Impressive. It's kind of surreal, man. It's like, <clears throat> the reason why I got into it was because one of my friends, he had like 300K, and so I saw like all the benefits that he reaped from putting in the work and everything. Yeah. And I was like, oh, dude, I can do that. And so, it's been pretty good, man. It's been... Well, and, and your videos are funny, too, because I see, like, you make five videos a day at, at least, right? You're, like, five to ten a day, every mm-hmm. day, right? So, when it comes to, like, creating content, I kind of do it as if, if I have an idea, I want to get it done. And if I can laugh at it, then I'm going to post it, you know? Yeah. So, like, my, and a bunch of the people who follow me and support me, like, they're on board with it, too, you know? But if, as long as it can make me laugh, then I post it. There you go. Now let's so let's talk about like the first time you ever went viral, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you had that moment where, and by viral I mean like a million views. Yeah. So the first time you ever went viral, what was going through your mind? Dude, the first time I went viral was for uh, the talking like a little kid. Yeah. I went up and I was like, so my mom said that you can, or so my mom said that you could come over, but you got to ask her first, something like that. And I ran yeah. up to the camera, and so when that happened, I was like, oh, because back then like. 20k views was viral for me you know? yeah of course and then my boys or jackson he was over here you met him yeah yeah he's the one who was like yeah dude this is gonna go crazy it's gonna go crazy and then i would just kept on refreshing it refreshing it refreshing it, refreshing it and then it's so crazy because that same video was picked up by like a bunch of meme pages too and so yeah. it was like everywhere and so it was just a crazy feeling that it's like you, you keep on want to chase it so. oh yeah you get like a high from it it's like unexplainable yeah yeah, yeah i can't even like put it into words, but it's weird, man. It's weird knowing that millions of people have seen it, but you don't get the same like satisfaction as if like you were in front of millions of people. Oh know? yeah, and it doesn't even register sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like after you do it multiple times, a few million views, like you have a, like say like 10 million view videos, mm-hmm. there's no way you're thinking that you've reached 10 million people. In your mind, mm-hmm. it doesn't register. It turns into a number, which is crazy. Yeah, it's, dude. it's like a really crazy part of it. But it's, um. I mean, I tell you what, so like the first time I went viral, I was on a high. And mm-hmm. then, of course, it changed for me really drastically where it was like, okay, now we're going viral. But then you, you're like, how long is this going to happen? Yeah, how long is it going to last? Yeah, exactly. So then you get like that stress about the video mm-hmm. when it's going to die down. Yeah, dude. It was just, it was crazy because like I showed you my analytics, right? Like yeah. 68 million a month, you know? That's crazy. Which is insane because like 68 million people, that's literally like a f- sixth or seventh of like the united states population which is insane thinking that that's how many views you get but i mean at the end of the day it's just always i mean you you do tiktok too you know you're always chasing the next big video Mm -hmm. so Oh, of course, you're always chasing it. And then, like you said, at the time 20,000 views was insane. Yeah, dude, 20,000 was i was like, oh my god, look, 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 look. And now if a video doesn't hit 50k which to like yeah. the people that are watching right now maybe is like sounds like a little arrogant or whatever just because yeah. you know 
it's just like that's what we're used to that's what we're accustomed to so if we don't hit that now it's like holy fuck like what did i do wrong well yeah and you got to think about it too you've been creating content now for seven months so you've yeah. posted thousands of videos at this point mm -hmm. so you know what is like what you, you're better at making content than the average person yeah so you put more work into it mm -hmm. you have like a, a deeper knowledge base about what to do like whether it's lighting whether it's editing whether mm -hmm. it's just the comedy in general you kind of know that audience that you're putting mm -hmm. videos out to so it's a little bit discouraging when the videos don't hit what they're supposed exactly. to hit but so. it's a struggle man but we're always learning in this game so it's all about staying on the phone, staying in tune, seeing what's popping, what's not, mm -hmm. riding trends, sort of. So, but yeah, man, it's been a lot of fun so far. You know, I've definitely, I'm in a lot better place right now than I was last year. Oh, of course, yeah. So, I mean, TikTok's definitely changed my life, like, le like legitimately changed my life, which is crazy. Because if you would have asked me a year ago today how I felt about TikTok, mm -hmm. like, fuck that, I'm never doing TikTok. That's fucking like cringy, right? Yeah. But now I'm like full-fledged like creator so yeah you can't help it dude you get that little spike of the endorphins from going viral and you just get addicted to it do, do you want to know what actually like was a setting point where i was like i'm gonna do tiktok yeah so i go to a small liberal art school in ohio right and um this one girl came up to me and she was like talking about jackson talking about mm -hmm. oh you guys follow each other on uh tiktok like how do you guys know each other and i was like oh dude he's like my best friend she's like oh my god no way like why aren't you tiktok famous like him you know, Ooh, yeah. some shit like that. And I was like, all right, bet. But turns around, got big on TikTok. And then she goes, I was like, hey, you remember when you said, uh, like, do TikTok? She mm -hmm. goes, oh, TikTok's like cringy now. And I was like, <laughs> so it's funny how like tables reverse and shit. So. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, and, and, you know, once you, you get a lot of hate too when you're, when you're making the videos initially. And then once you hit that, you cross mm -hmm. that like million follower threshold. Mm -hmm. Once you do that, then everyone starts going, oh. Okay, mm -hmm. this is like the TikToker, this is like the yeah. thing, and it gets attached to you. Mm -hmm. But now, so, also, like, social media in general isn't always well-received by, like, everyone. Mm -hmm. How has your, like, family and friends, how have they, like, adjusted? Are they supportive or are they not? Like, what's, what's the deal? Fill me in. So, when I first started taking this serious, right, I think I was, like, because, like, you know how it is, like, you start from nothing, then you hit a thousand, then it's ten thousand, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, two hundred fifty, five hundred. Yeah. And so I didn't receive any money from TikTok off of anything until I was at like four hundred K, right? Yeah. And I did a sponsorship for like a teeth whitening company. And at the time I was like, Holy shit, like I like I'm here, like I made it, you know, made a hundred dollars, showed my parents. And like my parents were like, All right, whatever, you know? Yeah. Because like I was doing construction at the time too, so I was probably making like $200 a day from that. Yeah. But um, my parents were very skeptical. They were skeptical. They were like, are you sure? Because like I'm still in college, but <clears throat> like the past two years, I was always asking my parents for like $200 every two weeks. You know? Yeah. Just to, like afford booze and like just like sh random shit. Yeah. And so um, it changed. I didn't start making more money off of social media until I came here actually. Talked with Matt, LinkedIn with him, he got me plugged up, taught me some ways, and then I was making money off the Creator Fund from a few other ventures. And then it changed when I was able to give my parents $500. Yeah. It was right after my mom got into like a serious car wreck. Oh, wow. And so I had money that, I mean, I could have spent, like anyone could spend money, but I was yeah. like, they're hurting right now, so I want to give them, like, 
500, pay for bills, like insurance and shit. So it changed right there because I did it as a surprise, actually. I told one of the people that my dad worked, or my stepdad, but he works for, I was like, yeah, can you give him this? Tell him it's a surprise. And then like they called me almost like tearing up and shit, you know? Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's very touching. Very, mm. very touching. But that's legit now that you can actually start to support yourself from social media because that's there's a big misconception out there too when it comes to social media because like everyone sees the videos they see like the houses that you go to the parties you go to because so a social media following can get you into a lot of places you never get into into. and it can get you to meet a lot of people that you've never met before Mm -hmm. but there's a misconception that every person with a million followers is making you know a million dollars a year dude no it's not even close and it's it's it turns into like yo i make funny videos to now i want to make this a full-time job how do i do that and you have to convince your fans and your following like hey so if you if i drop a t-shirt like mm-hmm. go buy that t-shirt that's how i make my money or like if i do a brand deal go interact with that brand deal or whatever it is mm-hmm. and it really helps if you can get them to like do that yeah the the turnover rate you know mm-hmm. that's like what i think my biggest i wouldn't even say like my biggest issue i'd say it's my biggest fear dude when it comes to like my personal tiktok is because I accumulated so many like followers mm-hmm. just from specific niches that I jumped to in between. And so like there was first the kid voice and then it was the Jake Paul and then it was the uh, the dares. Yeah. And now I'm comfortable posting whatever I want, but I'm kind of scared that they're not supporting like I'm I'm going to lose support as a creator. Yeah. More than the content that I post, you know? Gotcha. So, I just wish that... Plus, like, you know, all the beef that I was in and everything. Yeah, that brought attention, but that's literally... Because I was cloud chasing, but... That's well, my biggest, like... You know, too, what makes it difficult as well is, like, social media is a 365-day-a-year mm-hmm. job. Oh, yeah, yeah. You get no days off, and you're, mm-hmm. like, the audience always wants something from you, mm-hmm. so you have to be creative every single day. You have to have a piece of content to put out every single day. Mm-hmm. And are you going to be able to put out your best work every day? Not at all. Mm-hmm. Not in the slightest. So it gets it gets taxing on you, and, of course, yeah, you go through those phases where you're, like, can I still make content? Am yeah. I going to be known for this? Is it over? Is it mm-hmm. like you're always questioning and always stressed out about that because it's at the end of the day when you when you try to make this your job or your career, now all of a sudden all this extra mm-hmm. pressure goes in because it's no longer fun. I mean, it's it's always going to be fun. This is yeah. always the most fun thing that you could possibly mm-hmm. do, but it's it goes from like yo, I I just had fun in like my bedroom growing up making videos in mm-hmm. front of the phone to now it's like okay now I actually rely ongoing viral mm-hmm. yeah dude it's like i'm telling you bro it's literally like a drug bro because if you don't get it then you get withdrawals and like it's different mm-hmm. from drug withdrawals because it's not physical it's all mental yeah because like if you don't have a video that does good you're just sitting there like like what like what you're stressing over it oh yeah if, like you need it a you know and percent. so that's why i'm like social media man it's like i told jackson that um after, like, I linked with you guys for a couple of days, I was like, dang, you know, like, maybe... I was having doubts as if I wanted to continue as, like, an influencer. Yeah. Only because, like, like you told me some real shit. I saw some real shit. Like, the places we went, I was just like, all the real shit is fake shit, you know? Yeah. And so you fake it till you make it. And I was like, dang, I don't know if I'm trying to, like, do that. But that's why I'm, like, I'm happy right now, like, as a creator and everything. But, you know... 
as it goes on. Like, I just gotta, it's all about being mentally tough. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 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 It's, you have to be extremely mentally tough for this mm-hmm. because it's not, it's by no means the easiest thing out there. Mm-mm. And everyone thinks that it is, but it's mm-hmm. definitely much more difficult than people think it is. Yeah, dude. That's why, like, I wish a lot of people, like, a lot of other, like, smaller creators, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, we were all small creators oh, yeah, once, too. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. And if I knew what I knew now, as when I was that, I was like, holy shit, because I thought when I hit a million followers, I was like, oh, yeah, the money's going to be rolling in. Like, everything's mm-hmm. going to be so much easier. And if anything, it's harder now than it was when you were growing, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, see, here's the thing is you, you don't know the world that mm-hmm. we're in yet, right? When mm-hmm. you're a smaller creator, like, when you get your first 10,000 followers, you're like, yes, this is mm-hmm. amazing. I'm a creator. Then you get your 20,000 followers. Yes, this is amazing. I'm a creator. And then all of a sudden, 100K, 200K, 300K. But then mm-hmm. what happens is you start to get into these circles with the big guys. Yeah. And then you realize mm-hmm. how tough it is. And then you realize, yeah. like, how much work actually goes into a lot of the things that they do. And, like, how many ideas they steal, how many ideas they get, all the mm-hmm. type of different brand deals that they have to work yeah. with. And that there is a lot of pressure among things. And, like, mm-hmm. and like for instance, one thing, especially this is what I'm dealing with now, is, like, TikTok is obviously my main platform. So... What I'm trying to do is get a multitude of things, you know, like have this podcast up and running, have YouTube mm-hmm. up and running, have merchandise up and running, yeah. Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. So you have multiple revenue streams mm-hmm. because that's what you ultimately need in order to be successful as a influencer. Yeah, dude. Like <clears throat> everything comes at a cost, you know, mm-hmm. because I love partying. I'll be the first one to oh, go to course, a party yeah. and everything. But then like if we go to the party, we're not going to wake up till 12 or 1. And that's prime time hours to post in the morning. Yeah. And so it's cutting that out. But you got to go to the parties to make the connections. But if you go to the parties, then you're not going to be growing yourself. So it's like a whole like twisted world. But everything coincides with each other. Yeah. In order to get to the goal. Like we all know how to get there. We just... I would say we all have an idea of how to get there. Mm-hmm. We don't have like the straight narrow path to get there. Oh, not at all. But we have so many obstacles in order to get there by trying to help us get there. That makes sense, you know? Well, and the thing, too, is, like, there's no guidelines for this. No. There's no rule book. There's no school that's going to teach you anything. The only thing you can really do is go and get a mentor. Yeah. And, like, find someone who's doing it at the level that you want to be doing it. Exactly. At and, like, copy copy mm-hmm. kind of what they do. And even then, it's still not quite enough, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you, you're always learning. And the, always. the other thing, too, what you got to be really careful of is all the schemers that are in this industry. Yeah, dude. So many, bro. Like the first, um, like the first payment that I got that I told you about when mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I made it. It was a uh, like a teeth whitening company, right? And then he picked me up when I was like at like four hundred k, and then had me all the way until like one point one, one point two, and he was only paying me like a hundred dollars. Yeah. The whole time, right? But I signed up so many creators for him, and didn't get anything for it, you know? Yeah. And he always talked to me like he was a friend, like he was there for me. And the whole time he was just like fucking me because I got literally 10 creators that were bigger than me that I literally reached out and I was like, yo, can you do this? And then they tell me how much they're paying like them. Yeah. And I was like, what? I'm still only getting 100. And I didn't even get the bonus for signing you guys up with him. You wow, know? yeah. So like, that's why I'm super like selective with what I do now because I don't want to like endorse a brand that sucks because like, I still do. Like, I care about everyone that follows me and everything, so I'm not going to sell them dog shit, Mm -hmm. you know? But, yeah, dude, that's, like, the first experience that I had with, like, getting scammed and shit, so... Mm -hmm. 
Oh yeah, everyone's got their everyone's got their scam stories, especially in this industry. Yeah, dude, it's just all about knowing your worth and stuff. That's why I came here, and Matt talked to me. He was like, "Yeah, dude, you should be charging this much, doing this and that." And I was like, "Ah," because mm -hmm. I had worked with him before, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll talk to him about doing more and more." Never did, and I was just like, "All right, whatever." Yeah. You know. Yeah, Matt is fucking unbelievable matt's world and he mm -hmm. uh he talked me through so much so he's the one who got me started on social mm -hmm. media right because i had i'd gone viral a few times twenty thousand followers bumped into him at a bar and then mm -hmm. next thing you know now i'm we're i'm living in la and freaking a mansion and everything mm -hmm. and making meeting every creator going to all the parties and just getting super well connected yeah but um you know what i'll tell you one thing though that really surprised me like in the industry that we're in like social mm -hmm. media wise is it's very, very, very small. Yeah. Like, you get to bump into pretty much everyone at some point mm -hmm. in time. Like, once you get to that highest level of it, there's only so many. It almost reminds me of, like, I, I don't want to say a cult, but, like, dude, it's it's like a cult, you know? Yeah, of course, Because, yeah. like, if I never created, if I never made TikToks, I wouldn't be here right now. And so I'm sure if everybody we met, like, unless, you know, they're the millionaires you lose five hundred dollars to in beer pong yeah then you're still gonna meet them yeah but uh <laughs> like dude yeah i met like so many people like past couple nights just and it's all because of tiktok social media or they're like cool friends with like someone that's in the business so yeah it's definitely i'd say a cult dude or it almost reminds me of a frat where like you have to get initiated in yeah of course which is like the grind mm -hmm. and then once you get older you're like like the notoriety and everything so like i don't know i so i feel like i'm still getting initiated right yeah because i've never been to la like it's necessary at some point in time you definitely mm -hmm. have to go to la for mm -hmm. sure but it's always i don't know dude like I'd, I'd feel comfortable with tiktok once i hit like three mil mm -hmm. like i want obviously 1.5 1.6 1.7 like that's when i could honestly like feel comfortable because i know that once i hit three mil like you're pretty much set for like a decent amount yeah conversion rate and everything but yeah then you can you can actually start to rely on it and of mm -hmm. course i mean do you want to get into youtube eventually do you want to what, what's your like goal outside of tiktok do you have anything that you want to try to like diversify into to be honest with you dude like my main goal is like money right mm -hmm. i don't want to sound like that guy who's always worried about money because no, well, you have to be we're young yeah. money is what makes yeah. the world go around but like so the people who follow me they know that i never like rarely post like ads or anything yeah exactly and so but like my main thing is if i could do something where i can make good money and support my family right mm -hmm. then i'm happy yeah. you know if that entails me like doing youtube then i'm gonna pursue youtube you know yeah the only thing that i'm scared about is that i can't my conversion rate from tiktok to instagram is so low yeah because i have 1.4 on tiktok and then i only have not even 30k on instagram so like trying to get them to follow a third party app would be so tough and yeah. it'd be so like disheartening knowing that i put all this effort into youtube yeah and like the things like i don't think i could handle it like mentally, knowing that mm -hmm. I just filmed for three straight days and then the videos like not. Well, yeah, that's that's hard too because mm -hmm. I've you know I've been on the YouTube grind for a minute now mm -hmm. and and it's crazy that you you spend like at least thirty times you you put thirty times mm -hmm. 
the effort into a YouTube video that you would ever put into a TikTok. Mm -hmm. And you yeah, sit dude. there and you edit it and you add sounds, you do montages, you yeah. do all this stuff. You do more extravagant things mm -hmm. for YouTube, of course. And in the end of the day, you only end up pulling like one to two K views, but that's yeah. how you start off. Mm -hmm. So you have to you like um pretty much view it as like starting over. Mm -hmm. However, you're starting off I the way that what kind of gets me through it is I basically view like TikTok as a um, is like going to school, mm -hmm. right? So TikTok is like the the class, you know. We went to college. That is TikTok. Mm -hmm. That's like that's what taught us how to make content, how to make things that people actually watch, get a high watch through rate, mm -hmm. understand watch time, understand to cut the boring parts out, understand what people want to see. Exactly. So we're kind of going to class when it comes to like being on TikTok, mm -hmm. and then when we go over to YouTube, it's like okay. Let's start. To, let's implement what we know, right? Let's make sure the lighting's always good. Let's make sure the jokes are funny. Let's make sure mm -hmm. all the dead space is cut out. Let's add graphics. Let's do all that stuff. So what I kind of view it as is like going to school for it. Mm -hmm. And and pretty much after you do that, of course, YouTube um, carryovers are great and everything. And not to mention something you kind of have to do is you have to do transfers. Have you done any transfers on your page yet or no? I don't even know what a transfer is. So a transfer would be like, you know, okay, you guys, I'm dying my whole body blue results on my Instagram. Yeah, dude. See, I've seen that before and it's like super successful because I know that's what Walker did. Mm -hmm. And he has like 300K on Instagram, which is yeah. literally absurd. But um, I, I do that, but like, I guess I just need to take my personal beliefs. Yeah. And throw them out when it comes to growing because, like, dude, I hate seeing videos like I that. I hate that too. Yeah, that's that why I never did it. That's... I always follow them because I want to see the results. Oh yeah. And it's well, like, like oh. well, see, the thing is with me too is like I've always done that as well, and I've always been like, okay, what's up? So, uh, you know, I stopped speaking English in my videos, right? Mm -hmm. Stop speaking English in my videos because I was like, look, they're gonna do better. They're gonna hit the worldwide for yeah. you, right? So I'm like, great, let's do it that way. Or I would do like the pranks instead of like the jokes. Or mm -hmm. I would do like, I would never do part twos because I was like, I don't want to do a part two. Yeah. I want to make sure that like everyone sees what it is because I was based off of the video. But then you start getting around bigger creators and you're like, oh, they're sending over to their Instagram. Mm -hmm. They're sending over to their YouTube mm -hmm. because that's what you have to do. If you have a platform yeah. that's popping, you have to send it over everyone. And even if it's small at first, mm -hmm. as you know, social proof is a motherfucker. Yeah. So like, for instance, Instagram, right? Your, your following is going to grow faster when you hit 10,000 on Instagram. And then your following is going to grow even faster once you hit 100,000 mm -hmm. on Instagram. When you hit a million on Instagram, they're just going to follow you because they see a million. Yeah. It's kind of like getting verified on TikTok. Mm hmm the second they see that blue check, they go, oh, yeah. well, I'm missing out on something. Mm -hmm. So let me go ahead and follow this. Well, 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 I'll call you later. Come on, B-Dave. Yeah. But, um, yeah, dude, I don't know, man. Like, this whole thing is, it's, it's, it's forever. I mean, social media as a whole mm -hmm. is not going to take any steps back. No, you know? not at all. Like, we live in media realm like technology like everything so everything's going to continue forward and if i could go back in time dude i would go back to when i was 10 years old i'd set up a youtube channel mm -hmm. right and i'd be the first person on musically even doing all the mm -mm 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 oh shit, of course yeah like, all this of stuff that's like because look like jake paul started when he was what 14 yeah 15 huge now fucking um pewdiepie started streaming minecraft in 2009 like and then all the huge tiktokers like 
Bryce Hall, fucking. They've been at Blake it for Blake. a minute. They were Instagram fuckboys for years. Yeah, dude. Prior, yeah. And there's snapbacks and everything. The kids that like. Yeah. We'd fucking be like, oh, look at this kid. Like, yeah, you know? the people then, you'd make fun of are now the people you're like, you're like, like wow, fuck, good yeah, job, dude. dude. Fuck, I want to meet you. I want to know you. And it's it's crazy too because that's the thing that we we don't really understand is we're a year in. I'm a year in, like a year in some change in. You're what? Seven months. Seven months in. Mm-hmm. So look at how drastically things have changed already, and just know that next year everything is gonna be dude. It's gonna be completely different times again, dude. ten. But it's like just this whole fucking thing is crazy. Like this oh, yeah. media age is nuts, dude. It's a million times different. Oh, Matt's in the in the live. What up, Matt? Shout out, Matt. Yeah. When you're getting anxiety, bad time, calm down. Nah. <laughs> He's getting anxiety. No, so now fill me in. So you grew up in Key West. Not a lot of people know that. Mm. So you grew up in Key West. What was that like? Because that's like an abnormal place to grow up, I feel like. So I, I grew up in Marathon, but yeah. like I lived. So, dude, my childhood was actually so fucked, dude. Like. Fill him in. So, like, I think, um. I lived in, like, Texas, Nevada. Um, I was born in Miami, but I went to Texas, Nevada, Tampa, I think New England for, like, a couple months. But then we came back down to, um, like, the Tampa area. Yeah. And I was, like, four, right? My parents split. And so um, my mom started, like, getting in relationships with um, just, like, guys, you know, dating and everything. And then the one thing that, like, ended up in the keys is like I saw her like literally get the shit beat out of her like look he fuck yeah dude I, I was like five or six so I saw her get like beat up in front of me and then um she hops in the car right I still remember it like she had busted teeth and everything dude it was fucked and then um she was like do you want to go up north where it snows or down south where the beach is right and so I was like beach boy I had the fucking long blonde hair and I was like I want to go to the beach yeah and so she drove all the way up from Tampa area all the way down to the Florida Keys she went as south as she could until mm-hmm. she hit Key West oh, and wow. so we, we tried to go into the homeless shelter down there and then they didn't have enough room so we went up to the one in Marathon and so dude I remember like showering in the Publixes down wow. in Key West yeah dude for like a week and then we went into the homeless shelter in um, Marathon Lived there from, like, first to third grade, dude. And then she met my stepdad. You know, I got his birthday tattooed right here because it takes a real man to raise someone else's kid. Oh, yeah. You know? 100%. And so, like, my childhood, like, I've seen some shit, been through some shit, which only makes me, like, more hungry to, like, make sure that I'm not going to repeat it. Yeah. And put my kids through it, you know? Oh, yeah. And so, like, that's the one thing, bro. Like, a lot of people don't know that about me. Mm-hmm. They always just judge a book by their cover. Oh, you know? of course, they're every just, time, yeah. They're, they're just like, um, oh, look at this kid. He does TikToks. He's a douchebag. He's rich, right? Nah, bro. Like, right now, my parents live in the fifth wheel. Lost the house to Irma. Sold the land. Like, they don't need a house anymore. Like, they're yeah. old as shit. So, they just want to travel and shit. But, yeah, dude. And so, and a part of it, like, not knowing, I mean, I know my real dad. I've met him, like, a couple times. But, you know, like, not knowing who you're named after. Mm-hmm. And like growing up with like a single mom, for the most part, yeah, of course, kind of drives your want for like the attention that we get through exactly, social media. Yeah. Right? That's why I'm so motivated to like do this because part of it is being in a single child or like an only child, right? Mm-hmm. But 
your past carves your future, and so, I mean, everything yeah. happens for a reason. Oh, yeah, and, and uh, I've noticed this, too. A lot of people that get into social media, they have some kind of traumatic mm-hmm. past, mm-hmm. right, where they have something to where, mm-hmm. where it, like, drove them here. Because at the end of the day, dude, social media provides an awful lot of validation. Yeah, dude. It, it validates you as a person. You feel like you're a little bit more special now. Like, mm-hmm. it gets you that attention that you've been craving for yeah. whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure, like, obviously being an only child, single mom, everything like that, there's... The mm-hmm. attention was not always on you. Yeah. So you, everyone's starving for a little bit of attention. I mean, I have a very, very similar story to that as well. Mm-hmm. So, and of course, when social media came along, it definitely provided that and that little bit of validation, I feel like, is what pushed me to be where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that helped you get to where you are now or, or not, but it definitely helped me. Mm-hmm. I mean, my main motivation is money, dude. Well, like, of course, yeah. It always like, switches to that. Because I've been down bad to where, like... My mom was like pushing me in a, in a like a shopping cart around. Oh wow, yeah. Back when I was a kid, right? But I mean, I could look at it back and laugh because like I'm in a lot better place. And, mm-hmm. like, that's the one thing, bro. Like every time I tell someone this story, like I don't want you to feel bad. Like I don't want yeah. people to feel bad because like yeah, it sucked that it happened, but I don't give a fuck now. Like of course, I'm, yeah. I'm having fun. I'm living my life. And then like I, I was talking to this one girl at, at my school, and I told her everything. And like she didn't, she hasn't, she never went through anything. And I was like, that's okay. Like mm-hmm. you, the fact that you didn't go through anything that I have doesn't make you lesser, like needed of anything. Like you had no. a good upbringing. Like, I wish I had that, you yeah, know, like course, don't feel yeah. bad for me because you were, you had a good, like sound childhood and everything. Just crazy to think that like everything, dude, when we're kids, bro, we're so impressionable, yeah. you know? So like. The shit that we see then to now, like, dude, it really does fuck with you, you know? It plays with your head. A 100%. Yeah, it always does. And something, too, that I've noticed is, like, is, um, like, when you have all those struggles and everything, it definitely makes it easier today. Yeah. Because a lot of things don't get to you the way that it would get to someone Mm -hmm. that hasn't been through difficult times. Exactly, bro. And I feel like that actually will attribute to more success in the future because things mm-hmm. that like really shut people down, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen to you because you've seen much worse. Yeah, I mean, and it keeps you calm under pressure. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I'm not saying my life was like some, what's it called, like sob story or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, like everything, like the homeless, right? And then after that, like I was good. And then like through middle school, right? My teeth were so fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. That for Christmas, I asked for braces. Wow. Because I was getting, like, bullied, dude. Really? That shit does, like, yeah, dude, they were calling, like, barracuda mouth, everything. And, like, I asked for braces. And so I had braces for, like, three and a half years. And then, like, everything happens for a reason. But, like, outside pressures definitely can get to someone because it's gotten to me, like, multiple times, you know? Yeah. And so you just got to learn how to persevere through it. And then that, like, right now, like, my, my best friend group, like down in the keys they always try to like get you going where, yeah. where it's like they say some shit to try to trigger a response oh yeah of course and like since i came down like totally different like i tell them that they can't get me going because they can't like i'm just like oh, all right that's funny you know yeah but just it's all about the mindset bro so. oh 100 percent, one million percent now mm-hmm. of course now like obviously so let's give some people some advice right what what kind of things got you through everything what's some advice you would give to like the average person the, the listener of this like whether they want to get started in social media whether it's just life advice whether whatever it is what kind of advice do you want to send their way 
advice. Um, if you want to be an attention seeker, like I was, dude, I was always the class clown. So smart, yeah. like, dude, got good grades and everything. Like, take a pause on that, bro. I'd say focus on your mental health, right? Like, focus on being like the best version of you before you're the best version for other people because that's like what we got to do, you know? Of course, yeah. Because I'm still not even the best version of myself right now, but I'm trying to be the best version for other people that are tuning in, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's crazy to think about that because, like, you just have to be happy with yourself before you're satisfying other people, yeah. you know? And then another thing is, yeah, self-love is... If you don't love yourself, then... You can't love anyone else. You can't love any other thing. So yeah, self self love, bro. Self care, mental health. Like keep that up and everything. So there you go. Mm -hmm. All right, brother. Well, we've been talking for a minute, so I guess let's wrap things up right <sighs> we'll here. Wrap it up. So yeah, this is his first time ever going live on yeah TikTok and everything. So first time going live. But anyways, well, yeah, and then all, of course all your socials will be linked in the description oh, of yeah, this episode. Dude. And I'm putting this up as soon as you get it like and yeah done and everything. So all right, brother. But cheers. Well. Cheers. All right, you guys. That concludes this episode of Virality. I hope you enjoyed it. Rate us five stars. Hit the subscribe button, and all of Esteban socials will be linked down in the description below. Go shoot him a follow. Anyways, take it easy. I'll see you next time. Peace.